The following was written by Jem Bendel and published on his blog, jembendel.com, on June 15th, 2020. Climate Science and Collapse. Warnings Lost in the Wind. Over the past year, more scientists have spoken candidly about the implications for humanity of recent climate observations and research. They've begun to warn more clearly of the potential and even likelihood of societal collapse due to the direct and indirect impacts of dangerous climate change. These warnings are being lost in the winds of news cycles and drowned out by scientists who prefer assessments that are less challenging to humanity and our elites. Therefore, in one place, here are some of the latest interpretations of the science from scientists who do not hold back. In November 2019, seven leading climate scientists, including Professor Timothy Linton of the University of Exeter and Professor Catherine Richardson of the University of Copenhagen, published a review in the journal Nature, which said, quote, If damaging tipping cascades can occur and a global tipping point cannot be ruled out, then this is an existential threat to civilization, unquote. In their article, they said that a collapse of society may be inevitable because nine of the 15 known global t- climate tipping points that regulate the state of the planet have already been activated. Therefore, as 2019 came to a close, Professor Aled Jones of the Anglia Ruskin University and Australian National University Emeritus Professor Will Steffen detailed the evidence, and that's hot-linked, for why it's time to talk about near-term collapse, unquote. In 2020, these expressions of concern have spread. In February 2020, 200 scientists from organizations such as the University of Massachusetts warned of global systemic collapse becoming likely due to the way different climate and environmental stressors can interact and amplify each other. It explained that the true situation is not being understood or communicated well enough because, quote, Many scientists and policymakers are embedded in institutions that are used to thinking and acting on isolated risks one at a time, unquote. Then in May 2020, 12 climate scientists working with instruments or working with institutions such as the University of California and University of Exeter wrote the following in a public letter to The Guardian, quote, It is game over for preventing dangerous climate change now that governments are planning the cheapest and quickest return to consumption, which is incompatible with keeping the average global temperature rise below 2 degrees Celsius, let alone 1.5 degrees Celsius. It is time to acknowledge our collective failure to respond to climate change, identify its consequences, and accept the massive personal, local, national, and global adaptation that awaits us all, unquote. A significant moment arrived when in June 2020, a journalist for Voiced of action, contacted many of these scientists to hear more. Professor Stefan told Asher Moses that, quote, collapse is the most likely outcome of the present trajectory, unquote. That is because, quote, we are already deep into the trajectory toward collapse. The intervention time we have left has, in many cases, shrunk to levels that are shorter than the time it would take to transition to a more sustainable system, unquote. He said collapse will appear as an overall deterioration in many features of life, with regional collapses occurring here and there, unquote. Professor Hans Joachim Schnellenhuber, 
a former lead author with the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, told Voice of Action, quote, there is a very big risk that we will just end our civilization. The human species will survive somehow, but we will destroy almost everything that we've built up over the last 2,000 years, unquote. Dr. Graham Turner was formerly a senior scientist with an Australian federal government agency responsible for scientific research. He told Asher that, quote, there's an extremely strong case that we may be in the early stages of a collapse right at the moment. Vested interests and corrupt politicians, combined with a population happy to deny problems, overwhelm those that are trying to promulgate truth and facts. Dr. Anitra Nelson, a principal fellow at the University of Melbourne, con- concurred, quote, I do actually think that we're already into the collapse, and it's just likely to get worse and more quickly, uh, more quickly worse as we go. Unquote. Some scientists use Twitter to express their unvarnished views on the latest science. Dr. Lisa Shipper is a research fellow at the University of Oxford and co-editor of the academic journal Climate and Development. Responding to the article warning that collapse of civilization is, most likely, is the most likely outcome, Dr. Shipper tweeted, quote, Sadly, I think this is closer to the truth than I would like to say out loud, unquote. Those inner and outer factors and filters that make it particularly awkward for some scientists to speak their truth is something that I explored in 2018, that's hotlinked to his deep adaptation paper, which is a must read, and are important for scientists to reflect on as they consider their future work. Perhaps restrained by their concepts of identity and change, many scientists don't offer as stark conclusions of the implications of their research, yet as readers we can deduce the implications. For instance, British climatologist Professor Kevin Anderson recently calculated that the the total permissible future emissions from the UK are, quote, between seven and nine years of current emissions, based on 2018 data, which points to immediate carbon reduction of 10% per year starting January 2020, unquote. The efforts to restart economic activity after the lockdowns from COVID-19 indicate that it's not going to happen in one country, let alone comparable reductions in all the other nations on Earth. Discussing his research on Twitter, he writes, quote, It's key we are honest about what we judge as possible, as this feeds into what we do in terms of adaptation. If we pretend 1.5 degrees Celsius is our objective, we risk maladapting to the changes we face, and future generations will then suffer the consequences of inappropriate infrastructure, etc. Unquote. Given the range of scientists who are now indicating that climate change is dangerous and will disrupt societies around the world, it's not helpful for climate quote-unquote fact-checkers to use Facebook to demote such views and those people who share them. That's hotlinked. Being a specialist in one field of science does not mean someone is well-trained to be an interdisciplinary research analyst who can identify and connect the salient information from various sources to make credible assessments. Typically, research analysts are found working in the financial sector. So to finish this summary of some of the latest opinions on the situation faced by humanity, we can turn to an internal report that analysts from the largest bank in the United States, J.P. Morgan. They assessed that, quote, to meet the Paris 2 degrees objective on global temperature would require the immediate elimination of 34% of the global coal-fired production capacity. The cost would involve not only the premature scrapping of these coal-fired 
coal-fired power stations, but also the increased investments in renewable. The end result could be energy shortages and higher electricity prices for consumers. It isn't going to happen, unquote. They go on to conclude that, quote, we cannot rule out catastrophic outcomes where human life as we know it is threatened. The earth is on an unstable or unsustainable trajectory. Something will have to change at some point if the human race is even going to survive, unquote. Not only does the truth of the climate predicament need to be discussed, but also the failure of efforts of over 40 years to have an impact on atmospheric carbon and consequent heating. How did we get into this situation? In late 2019, an opinion from five scientists on our climate situation was published in Biosciences Journal and signed onto by over 11,000 scientists worldwide as a warning to humanity. The scientists are Dr. William Ripple, Dr. Christopher Wolf, Dr. Thomas Newsom, Dr. Phoebe Bernard, and Dr. William Moonsaw. They wrote, quote, Despite 40 years of global climate negotiations, with few exceptions, we have generally conducted business as usual and have largely failed to address this predicament. The climate crisis has has arrived and is accelerating faster than most scientists expected. It is more severe than anticipated, threatening natural systems and even the fate of humanity, unquote. Might these scientists be overdoing it? Might it be better to await summaries of consensus positions from the IPCC? No, for three reasons. First, these scientists are professionals in the mainstream, with many having inputted into the IPCC over the years. For instance, Professor Schnellenhuber was a lead author with IPCC, as is Dr. Lisa Schipler currently. Second, there is detailed evidence that the IPCC process has downplayed the dangers due to the process of research analysis and consensus. Third, both the recent observational data and the latest models provide evidence that these scientists are being cautious in their assessments of the situation for humanity. To illustrate, new models are predicting much greater climate change than past models did, while current temperature measurements show unpredicted levels of warming, e.g. globally the last 12 months was 1.3 degrees Uh, warmer than pre-industrial times with a 10-degree warming anomaly over Siberia for May of 2020, with terrifying implications for methane release, and a sea ice loss in the Arctic threatening a blue ocean event well within this decade. Why is this information not coming through clearly to the general public? One reason is the establishment media tends to water down the message. For instance, writing about the November 2019 paper on tipping points, the distinguished environmental journalist Fred Pierce summarized that, quote, the world may be almost out of time to prevent what they call an existential threat to civilization, unquote. However, the scientists did not say almost. They said that we may already be out of time, not almost out of time, to save this civilization. The word almost, like nearly, and other such concepts, is a device regularly inserted by journalists activists, consultants, and politicians in order to maintain a framing of possibility for this system and the reader's current way of life. I'll say it again. The words almost, like nearly and other such concepts, is a device regularly inserted by journalists, activists, and consultants, and politicians in order to maintain a framing of possibility for this system and its reader and the reader's current way of life. It is fascinating and damning 
that the only mainstream media to cover the views of scientists in the Voice of Action story has been the right-wing UK tabloid, the Daily Express. Yet we urgently need progressives, quote-unquote, to engage in conservations about the implications of what is happening, by st- and by starting with an unvarnished truth and exploring how to respond with compassion and solidarity across borders. As my latest Q&A guest told me, and that's hotlinked, our response to climate change must tackle the oppression from which it arises. Therefore, if you hear some scientists dismissing views, like those of the scientists that I've listed in this blog post, you could conclude that they may not be completely honest with themselves. For instance, you might hear, quote, people who say that it's too late to keep warming below two degrees and to avoid dangerous climate change disrupting our societies are unscientific and counterproductive doomers, unquote. I think that statement could be translated as follows. I feel that I need to believe that we can save this society and my, and my existing identity, so anyone who says otherwise triggers my emotional duress, distress. So I label them, create reasons to try to silence them, and then even blame them, unquote. Parentheses, if you are interested in the evidence for the impact of climate acceptance on people's perceptions and actions, you can see some research on that here, and that's hotlinked. At other times, you might hear, quote, deep adaptation is not scientific, unquote. That could be translated as follows. I will use my status as a scientist to dismiss scholarship that draws on a wider range of science than I do, to offer conclusions that threaten my stories of purpose and identity so that I don't need to engage with it and so avoid the pain it threatens, unquote. We can understand and forgive such reactions. Because it's not easy to read the opinions of these scientists or the latest data on climate change. If you feel upset, then that is normal. I also do. Fortunately, there is wisdom to draw from. Joanna Macy has said, quote, The depth of your grief is the measure of your love. Stephen Jenkinson has written that if you pay full attention to our ecological state, then it, quote, mitigates against your happiness, contentment, and your sense of well-being. Having a conscience now is a grief-soaked proposition. If you awaken in our time, you awaken with a sob, unquote. If you feel now is the time for you to explore what the situation means for you and humanity, then I invite you to engage with the emerging international community pursuing deep adaptation to our predicament. An introduction to the network is here, and that's hotlinked. For information on the criticisms of the Deep Adaptation paper and the minor corrections I've made as a result, see here, and that's hotlinked. For discussion of why climatologists have been so reticent to describe worst-case scenarios as likely outcomes, see here, and that's hotlinked. To engage with others in researching the implications for humanity of our new era of increasingly dangerous climate change, see here, and that's hotlinked. And for emotional support on these issues, see here, and that's hotlinked. If you would like to suggest to the editors at climatefeedback.org that they consider whether they might be suppressing from social media some credible views on our climate predicament by publishing verdicts, quote-unquote, such as this one, hotlinked, then you could use this contact form to alert them to this response from climatologist Dr. Wolfgang Noor. Audio editor's note, Michael Dowd speaking toward the end there where he says, you know, uh, for information on, the, on this, click here. For discussion of this, click here. I have recorded all of those. If you go to, if you just Google SoundCloud Jem Bendel, Grace Limits, uh, uh, I'm Michael Dowd, 
uh, and my SoundCloud uh, is uh, Grace Limits, and I have recorded, I think, 12 or 13, maybe 14 of Jim Bendel's posts, including now this one.